0: This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw on Feral Audio. I am your host. My name is still, from mere seconds ago, Joseph Scrimshaw. This week's episode features a great writer and producer, Sarah Meyer, discussing her obsession with the woods. I can't say the woods without being creepy about it, but first, I wanted to share a little bit about my week, and I wanted to do that in the most obsessive way possible, so here's my week in stats. As I record this, in the last week, I have live-tweeted three political events and one awards show. I sent 67 tweets during these events, and I only regret two of them. I am a golden god. I've recorded seven podcasts. Jesus. Only five of them were about Star Wars, so I'm I'm kind of slacking there. I have had zero frozen pizzas. Look for that number to jump way, way up when my wife goes out of town in February. I've sent 38 emails, and I have received 12 responses. So I am killing it there. I was startled by a plant once. Like many things in life, that is a long story with an unsatisfying ending, so enough about that. I have heard the Adele song, Hello, on the radio, in my car, 578 times. I'm beginning to think that my Yaris is haunted and very lonely. Last night, I had two martinis and did 50 push-ups. Let me be very clear about this. I had a martini, and then I felt unhealthy and guilty, so I did 50 push-ups. And then I felt I had justified myself in having another martini. I am going to call this new exercise regimen the gin sandwich. And I do not recommend it at all. It was horrible. I have taken a break and watched the sunset a half a time. I started doing it but then someone caked me on peach and I got distracted. If you don't know what getting caked on peach is, just whistle and walk away. It's fine. It's a dumb social media thing that no one will remember soon. We all get verbed in the noun on social media sometimes, but enough about me. Let's talk about you. Over on the Facebook, I've verbed some nouns. Specifically, I asked my listeners to let me know what they're obsessed with in a question they might have about said obsession. This week's obsession comes from John Widget Robinson. John says, Monopoly. I'm usually a relatively nice person, but if I'm playing against you in Monopoly, I will try to destroy you, your family, and then plow your pumpkin patch with salt. What research has been done about the competitive nature of board games, and should I be concerned that I'm a sociopath? Well, John, I'm sure a ton of research has been done on the competitive nature of board games, but this is a podcast that pulls most of its facts from Wikipedia, so I'm going to go ahead and focus on the sociopath part. To me, playing aggressively in Monopoly is just a sign that you enjoy unchecked capitalism. So yes... I think you might be a sociopath. Here's my thing about Monopoly. Everyone thinks it's boring because it never ends. And this is true. In 2013, I started playing a game of Doctor Who themed Monopoly, and in an alternate universe, I am still playing. But the game is only boring and never ends if you use the rules where players collect the tax money in the center. If you play it straight, with no government assistance, It's a fast, brutal game where sociopaths like John can teach their families the brutal realities of unchecked capitalism. Here's my advice, John. The next time you play Monopoly, don't use whatever player piece you normally do, the iron or the thimble or the race car or the hammer used to crush the poor. Instead, get yourself a 3D printer and create a small statue of Bernie Sanders. And every time someone starts getting too rich... Imagine little Bernie just screaming at you, all messed up hair and spittle and charm. Little Bernie will say when it comes to Monopoly, maybe it's better to be a socialist than a sociopath. Or, uh, a second option, just play a well-designed board game. Anyway, thank you so much for your question, John. That was a great and very honest question. I hope I helped just a little bit. Now on to everyone's favorite part of the podcast, plugs. Humans of Los Angeles, be aware. I (laughs) am, don't beware, just be aware. I'm doing a live version of the Obsessed podcast on Saturday, January 30th, 9 p.m. at the Nerdist School stage on Sunset Boulevard. The topic is The Force Awakens, and my guests will be comedian Rye Silverman, the producer of Never Not Funny, Matt Belknap, and Clark Wolf, host of many awesome shows on Nerdist and Collider. You can find all the details on my website at josephscrimshaw.com slash live dash shows next up podcasts they make a ton of money right like john playing monopoly kind of money right no obsessed is part of feral audio but financially i'm able to keep it going through the generous support of fans on patreon so if you like the podcast and can afford to throw a buck or two a month at it you can do that by visiting patreon.com joseph scrimshaw and now sit back relax Drink two martinis and do 50 push-ups while you enjoy Sarah Meyer's obsession with the woods. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with an awesome person, Sarah Meyer. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: Good, good. Now, did I get your name exactly correct?
1: Um, yes. Good. What did you say?
0: I said Sarah Meyer. That's
1: what I thought you said. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's right.
0: It's a hard one to fuck up. But it really is. I always want to make it, sure it really because is. I have screwed up people's names because I don't practice pronouncing people's last names until they're right here <laughs> in the podcast and suddenly... Mm.
1: Well, if you tried to spell it, you might have fucked up because everybody says M-Y-E-R. Or M- oh, yeah, that seems savage to, put, to me. Like, they'll say S-A-R-A and I'll say there's an H and they'll put it after the S or like in the middle somewhere. Like Sahara? Sahara like or Shara or...
0: <laughs> here is Sahara Shara Meyer. very exotic. It's, so you know... if you want a stage name. You can go with Sahara. Yeah, I don't. Shatara, Mar- <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so can you tell the people listening a little bit about uh, your background, sort of uh, artistically and professionally, <laughs> what you do with yourself and your time?
1: Artistically and professionally. Well, um, my well, professionally, by training. I'm a documentary filmmaker. I worked for National Geographic for a long time awesome. in D.C. making documentaries about. Mostly sciencey things, but uh, sometimes uh, debunky sort of things. Um, I <laughs> well, worked so, on a series. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, what, what did you debunk?
1: Um, well, I worked on a series called "Is It Real?" question mark <laughs> And the answer is always no. So um, let's see: psychic animals. Uh, so the
0: question is, are psychic animals real?
1: Can it, Yes, can animals be psychic? Psychic.
0: And the answer was, no. Nope. No,
1: it turns out <laughs> they cannot. And um, haunted ships.
0: Yeah. how Were these 30-second episodes, or did you stretch out the narrative question of can this be real?
1: 30 seconds. No, these were uh, 52 minutes.
0: I'm just picturing the psychic episode for animals of just somebody trying to communicate with a dog, just quietly. Well... For So we basically
1: debunked well it was two two sides. We debunked pet psychics okay. who claim that animals are psychic right. and that they can talk to them. And we were debunking them because they're kind of charlatans and they take people's money and yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's, that's okay. It's okay. So yeah. we yeah, we went and filmed this woman in uh Florida who whose clients were all wealthy women with horses. And so the <laughs> women would just they would say, Come and meet my horse. My horse just seems really unhappy. And then the woman would go up to the horse and put her hands on it and say, oh, he just, he wants more grain. He needs more grain. He needs you to really ease up on the reins a little bit. And the, so and the she
0: psychically knew by touching the horse's rump that the horse wanted the normal sustenance for a horse. Exactly.
1: Oh, or that's... one horse thought it was a buffalo, so it was confused.
0: <laughs> so how do you, how do you debunk that? Do, do you just well, there like, are... go to a professional, uh, like, therapist or psychiatrist e... and say, come on?
1: <laughs> There's professional, like... Debunkers—they're usually scientists of some kind, um, and they will. You can sit them down and say, "What is it that people are saying when they're saying yeah. an animal is psychic?" And they'll explain it, and then they'll say, "Here's why that's not true."
0: Okay. Um, but you don't test it. You didn't like read the brainwaves of the horse or anything like actually,
1: that. Actually, we we did not of not of the horse, but of a parrot. <laughs> we did. I'm serious. I'm serious. So there's a. Uh,
0: was it wealthy Floridians No. psychic it parrots?
1: Was... Oh, it was a whole thing. There's a British scientist who claims that African gray parrots are psychic. Nice. Because they are very intelligent. They do know, you know, they can know thousands of words. So right. they are intelligent. But he claimed that they were psychic and can read their owners' minds. Okay. We wanted to test that. So we got our own scientist and our own parrot <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you tried to then get it to things before the humans did
1: at the same time we had them in two rooms it was kind of like in <laughs> so ghostbusters it okay. was like one it was like the owner would think a word or a phrase or something So you
0: did like a shitty improv 101 exercise with a human and a parrot. yes and
1: awesome. then we got sued
0: by, by the, the scientist <laughs> well the,
1: by the scientist in england who said okay. we didn't do the science right or something which oh, is pr- okay. probably true but uh but in his, you know, thirty-page complaint that he sent to the president of National Geographic, like item fourteen was that we had uh, injured the parrot's feelings. I think like he, he transcribed something the parrot had said, which was just meh, 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 meh. but he translated <laughs> that as you know I don't like these people. They aren't respecting me. Um, you know this is beneath my dignity as a parrot. Um, it was a whole it was a whole thing. They had to pull it from broadcast in the UK.
0: Okay, wow. Uh because the injury to the, the injury, feelings. yeah yeah. fair enough okay so National Geographic uh, debunking <laughs> that was a
1: long answer to my <laughs> professional uh, background
0: oh, that's great it's great uh, and you are a writer now that's how we met here in Los Angeles yes uh, we wrote for a thing that we both signed an NDA a non disclosure agreement for
1: yes so let's talk about
0: it do we think we can talk about it I what don't your, know I don't remember
1: I don't remember what it said I mean I... usually it would just say for X number of months. You can't talk about it. Yeah,
0: I think we can say the company that it was for. Go go ahead. It was for Google.
1: (gasps) You said it. I did. I said it. They're going to come for me. Uh, Uh, Uh,
0: And it was for an interactive sort of game thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we need to actually say the property. No. Uh, Partially because we might get in trouble, and mostly because I think most of our listeners would never have heard of it.
1: And it's impossible to explain.
0: Yeah. So it does take a while. I explained it to friends. I have never actually explained it to a friend without it taking. A half an hour and two beers. (laughs) So, well, I like the two beers part, uh, but yeah, yeah, but I don't want to take a half hour of the podcast. Uh, But it was it was really fun writing exercise. It was. There were
1: aliens. There were yeah, uh, yeah, ancient civilization elements exactly. But otherwise, it was sort of. Yeah, it, it was what it was. But yeah, it was really it was fun to meet you and to work with you. Yeah, um,
0: and we got to go see the Google campus. We did, and see all of the exotic food stuffs they have there. They
1: everywhere, In every every corner that you look in, there's some kind of little. Well, were they tiny? There were tiny pears. Were yes, there, yeah, yes. and like little muffins, and we saw there was a free smoothie quadrant of yeah. the campus.
0: <laughs> I saw a lot of twenty-something men with large glasses excited mm-hmm. about pears. Google.
1: Google. <laughs> okay,
0: so let's get into your actual obsession. Then. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I, as people who listen to the podcast know, I always email people. I ask them for their obsessions, and you gave me a couple of options, and one of them was kind of the woods, but more specifically, <laughs> the fact that you grew up in a small town in the woods. Yeah, so what? Where is it that you actually grew up? What is the name of the town?
1: So, um, well, it isn't a town, which is—it's the woods. Okay, it's in Missouri. It's the woods inside comma, a tree, right? Missouri. Okay, no. it's
0: the woods of Missouri.
1: Yeah. So it's Missouri. It's um in the Ozarks. it's okay. South. It's south central Missouri.
0: South. That didn't make it sound very <laughs> so, urban and hip.
1: It's beautiful. It's it's hilly and it's green and there's a lot of lakes and rivers and it's lovely.
0: Okay, but the predominant. Thing that stuck with you is the woods
1: yeah because i it's a very rural area okay. but even for a rural area i lived in a rural area okay, you so lived in a
0: very rural area it was
1: a right so the my school was about 45 minutes away by bus um it was only gravel roads to get to my house okay um that, you know, that got washed away a lot in a, if there was too much rain, so we could be stuck there for a while. Okay, so, um, but I want to go back for just yes, a second to yes. the
0: lack of a town thing. What yes. is the sort of, uh, what's the technical word for where you lived? Was it a county? Was it a township? Uh, was it a unincor- gold miner's idea?
1: <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was. Unincorporated township hamlet a, i don't know whatever <laughs> it's edwards edwards so, missouri it's a zip code
0: it's a zip code it's a zip code okay I edwards think. missouri edwards missouri okay
1: and and so the, i grew up on a cattle ranch and so okay. it was technically in edwards um but it was sort of deep deep in the in the hills okay so deep in the hills in the, okay, so yeah. in the, hills yeah. and the ozarks yeah.
0: so the ozarks are known for both being just geographically it's like it's hilly but there are trees everywhere right yes so it's sort of mountain hill land.
1: Yes, um, especially in Arkansas. I, apparently the mountains, the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas were once higher than the Himalayas, but they've been worn down uh, <laughs> just since emotionally then. Right Just emotionally, right physically. Oh, God, is, oh fuck. I don't like being mountains. Ma- mountains are, what a drag to be a mountain. <laughs> so much um,
0: work. Uh, okay, so, to, so describe to me, if you like, physically your home.
1: So, um, okay, so the cattle ranch itself was on uh 3000 acres of of land.
0: Okay.
1: And um because it was all woods and because somebody wanted to turn it into a ranch in the 70s they flew over it with agent orange to kill all the trees.
0: Nice.
1: Uh and then bulldozed them and turned that into a ranch. So but my house is on this corner that's like a 500 acre quadrant of forest um where that never happened. So it's real living
0: Okay, so your home had not uh, been orange. Agent Orange.
1: Exactly. No Agent Orange in, in or near my house. So the house itself is just in this little corner of, of the woods.
0: So there's no big open space. It's all woods. You Around my house. Sur- surrounded by yes. the woods. Yes, Okay, like yes. a fairy tale.
1: Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean a fairy tale in that there are lots of woodland creatures who would come up to you and sing and and uh
0: in their actual uh, language. Yeah, exactly. So would, oh, I speak I'm fluent in, in, in Where whippoorwill. Yes. whippoorwill. Yes. Whipperwill? Uh, yes. what's a whippoorwill?
1: It's a it's a bird. Okay. That says whippoorwill?
0: It literally says whippoorwill. It
1: says here, hang on I try to whistle it. Okay. Which is transliterated in English as
0: <laughs> whippoorwill. <laughs> and do you think the whippoorwills have feelings and or are psychic?
1: Uh, I do not. Okay. I think, yeah.
0: No. I like squirrels a lot. So were there squirrels? Yes. A lot of squirrels. Lots of squirrels. Did you like squirrels, or were there too sure. many squirrels? No, it's fine. Were they invasive?
1: No, not at all.
0: So no. they kept themselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was enough room for all, for of, all us. of all of the woodland creatures. Uh, recently, the armadillos have been invasive. Really? Since uh, yeah.
0: You don't think of I don't think of armadillos as like cute furry creatures like are going to sing to you at Disney. They're
1: no, they're gross. Yeah, and that's a new. That's a recent, uh, actually.
0: Right. What, why are there armadillos? Are they just global warming? Okay,
1: <laughs> they used to live in Texas, and then it got too hot, and then with a,
0: with a different person, I would think global warming is a joke answer. But I know that you are like kind <laughs> no, of sciency. You are yeah, fact based. That's what it was. Yeah, they just
1: they just came came north, and it was dry enough in Missouri that they were just like, hey, we can live here.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, So there wasn't an actual town, uh, so if you had to give the unincorporated Hamlet township that you lived in, (laughs) if it had a a motto, a way of life, what what would the motto of your township be? What was the community like?
1: Um... It would be something about God... God bless these ranches. Um... (laughs) Or there was a, um, there was a, there was a gas station, okay. and it usually said like you know fried chicken fifty cents a bucket or something. So it could be that <laughs> it, could, it could just be like in the center of this area there's there's chicken you can buy. And um, that is
0: the thing that you should be thankful to a supreme guess, being for. I guess for the so. for the cheap. Thank chicken. God for
1: the cheap chicken. Uh,
0: excellent. Well, that, that gives me a good perspective on the kind of community. So. Did you socialize or were you mostly – did you did you feel trapped or was it like cozy of like we're here uh, alone in the woods or did you socialize with a lot of the other people who um, were buying cheap chicken? Both.
1: Uh, I did sort of feel trapped, but – well, I did go to school. I wasn't yeah. homeschooled or anything. Okay. So I would get on the bus in the morning and J.D. would drive us to school and – so did. He He's our bus driver. Okay, so you know him. So that's nice. And he also – he had the best um, smoker – in the in the you know several mile radius okay. so you would take his, your meat to him and he would smoke it and make awesome barbecue for okay you. Um, how
0: big is a smoker
1: is that like coffin size
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. sort of okay. round okay so JD <laughs> anyway, JD had his JD, death smoker was death
1: smoker no, so he would pick me up in the morning and forty five minutes later we would be at school, so I was you know social 45 five minutes yeah,
0: yeah yeah, okay. a lot of
1: time to to look out the window and think.
0: And did you develop friendships with people at yes. school? Yes. Okay. So, so even though it's uh, remote, yes. uh And I, I'm most, I, I lived in a small town for yeah. part of yeah, my life said. when I was very, very young yeah. in Brainerd, Minnesota, which yeah. is uh, near, near, near the woods. Yeah. Uh, it's a resort town. There are a lot of lakes. It's in northern Minnesota. How many Minnesota. people? Oh, I don't, I don't know. But like tens uh,
1: of thousands or hundreds.
0: Uh, no, there basically there's just enough people to uh get really drunk and then. <laughs> Uh, some other people to arrest the people who are drunk. <laughs> okay. There's enough to take turns, basically. Oh, that no, sounds it's, like I mean, a nice
1: equilibrium there. Yeah, I mean, you know. it's uh,
0: I have a lot of relatives there, uh, still extended relatives, mm-hmm. and it is the kind of uh, thing I think that is happening a lot in rural America where it, there's a small town, there's not a lot to do, so mm-hmm. people turn to vices out mm-hmm. of boredom or yeah. frustration, but then it has that sort of public-facing side of it's a resort town. Uh, so I can relate a little bit, yeah. but I yeah. mostly come from an urban perspective yeah. because I mostly lived in cities. and yeah. I like cities. Um, so if at any point in the interview, <laughs> I'm sorry, so did you have TV? <laughs> it's because I'm an asshole coming from an overly no. urban perspective. So yeah, of I course was, you knew people.
1: Not until I was in second grade. Um, but yes, I did know people. I so did, you know I people, you socialized.
0: Did people. Okay. Uh, did you socialize outside of school or was it too distant? Like, did other kids come over to your It was place very in the distant. Woods?
1: It was very distant. So, if people came over, it was it was only like, could only ever be like a sleepover. Okay. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean so like, it a, this is a, like, a you're, if yeah. You were going to
0: come out into the woods. You're, you're there for a while. With the armadillos and yeah. whippoorwills. <laughs> you had to be ready for it. Okay, cool. Uh, so, I read up a little bit on Wikipedia like I always do because you sent me a Wikipedia mm-hmm. entry about the Ozarks, which was really good because I had a different preconceived notion mm-hmm. of the Ozarks being more sort of a. Appalachia-like than a little bit more yeah, no. sort of woodsy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a subtle distinction. It's but, a subtle uh, distinction. Uh, but it's but more it...
1: like that than it is like, you know, Europe. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So it's, it's not different. like Paris. Got <laughs> not it. so much. Uh,
0: so the, there's a lot of fascinating things about the Ozarks. Uh, and I'm curious how accurate it was culturally. It claimed that in the Ozarks there is a lot of square dancing.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Did you... Do square dancing as a part of your um, culture? We did in gym
1: class. Wow. Definitely in elementary school. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but other, outside of school, I don't think I ever saw it. I think it was happening. There was a sort of a, Opry theater. Okay. In, in the nearest town's called Warsaw. So any, okay. any culture that I experienced was in Warsaw. So in Warsaw, there was a, like, yeah, there was a. Place where I think people square danced in big, you know, gingham sort of poofy proper dresses for yes. well, the women. I don't know, and the men wore, <laughs> you know, hat, cowboy hats, cowboy hats, and ties.
0: Uh I was forced to do square dancing in, oh, I'm sorry, in Min- just outside no, of Minneapolis in a suburb, but it was a part of gym it's, class, yeah. But it was, it was, we were sold a bill of guilt goods that this is how proper people dance, and if we ever wanted to find a partner. We should know oh. how to do proper dancing. Hmm. <laughs> and it's like I don't think that, I don't think that's right. I don't see anything on television where people are courting or, one another,
1: or maybe not a partner that you want.
0: Yeah, and also like well, three partners, want. right? Because square dancing is all like at least based in fours, uh, right? I don't know
1: how you do it in uh, Minnesota, but
0: uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> okay, so not it didn't internalize with you the square dancing. No. Uh, It also claimed on Wikipedia that the Ozarks had a culture of oral tradition. Um, Is that something you experienced where JD would pass on stories of the smoker and you were supposed to (laughs) not write them down, but remember them and pass them on to your own kids?
1: It was more sort of a tradition of telling stories about what was happening that week. Okay. You know, like I don't, I don't, nobody talked about the past. Okay. Really. So it would just be like, you know, last week that thing that happened, or you know, there was a flood or somebody, you know, s- stole the ATM and threw it in the lake. Um, <laughs> like they would talk about that and like okay. pass that down through the days, I guess. <laughs> so normal talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that is normal talking. For the
0: most part. But but the interesting thing was the the shared interest in what is going on geographically. Yeah, it's actually like physical threat. So, yeah. did the the did you say floods or landslides flood yeah. or what? Floods, are, floods,
1: tornadoes, tornadoes. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, how often did big natural disastery things happen?
1: I mean, something would flood every year, every rainy season. <laughs> okay. You know, the, the the lake would would rise up over the over the banks, and bridges would get washed out, and that's when I would be sort of trapped in the woods because okay, so then you, you had, you had go to go over bridges to get to the ranch. Okay, so then so you they were washed not then. be they would, alone. Yeah.
0: And did you have siblings? You have siblings, right?
1: I have a brother, but he's 11 years younger than me. So, so when I was a kid, he wasn't there to help. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, two parents yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that were both there? They were both there. <laughs> I know you have two parents, yes. but uh, yes. okay.
0: So wow. did you ever, did you hunt?
1: Um, we didn't, but okay. we let people hunt on the property. Okay. There was a lot. Hunting is huge, deer and deer and turkey. Okay. In fact, every year Warsaw had the uh, what was it called the celebrity invitational turkey hunt, and people like Ted Nugent would come <laughs> and uh, the Jerry Mathers.
0: Yeah, the beaver. The beaver, yes. he came and people like that. So yeah, to beaver. Yes,
1: we left it. We just left it to him. <laughs> um,
0: did uh, did he hunt actual beaver?
1: No turkeys. Turkeys,
0: just turkeys. Well, maybe
1: I don't okay. know what he was doing out, out in the woods. So, See, that's Jerry the matters. thing. Anything goes in
0: the woods. Creepy older beaver. That's not fair to call him creepy. Uh, the beaver, as an older man, mm-hmm. was in the woods out mm-hmm. behind your house hunting turkey.
1: I mean, not literally out behind my house, but yes, yes. <laughs> but somewhere exactly, out there yes.
0: In those woods, yes. Cool. How often did you go and like explore and play in the woods? Every day. Okay. So did you? How well did you get to know the woods?
1: Extremely well. Okay. Extremely well. Um if you showed me a picture of some trees, I would know where it was. Did um, you like give the trees names in, so that you Yeah, knew? in some in some places, yeah.
0: Did you give them like weird creative names or like specific like that one is that's the tree with the big chunk?
1: Out I of think there were more human names there were <laughs> well okay so there was a there was a dry creek bed that ran through the part of the property okay and it had cool rock formations and so there was one little place i called hatchet rock okay we left a hatchet there at some point for some reason and <laughs> that does not so sound like, at all that's different. That sounds where, very different. yeah well we would we would sometimes you have to chop things whatever it's a whole thing but so i would go to hatchet rock every day after school and you know, build a wall, or talk to the trees, or <laughs> sing and dance. Okay, uh, let's go back to catch this building. Catch a the spider. Wall. Okay, and
0: um... so you would get home from school after forty-five minutes of hearing about the goddamn smoke yes, again. Yes. Yes. And you, it, w- it wasn't isolated enough that you lived alone. You would go out into the woods, and then you would build a wall,
1: <laughs> like a little, like a like two, three feet high. And four foot, you know, long. So like this a little is wall like... that I could like hide behind and pretend it was a house.
0: Kind oh, okay. Of thing. I mean, that okay. Was, this so is when were... I was young. And yeah. This, you know. This so was, like what? Like six, seven? Six, seven, eight,
1: nine. nine. Cool. I to, cool. you know, to and... a drive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're, you're out playing in the woods alone. You know the trees uh, really, really well. Yeah. So do the woods feel like safe and comfortable to you? Do you feel like you can navigate any sort of woodsy place with ease any woodsy place now just your, just that just those
1: woods just those woods anywhere else I feel totally lost and um no no I feel safe I feel safe okay but not during hunting season and because there's poachers uh, right and not when there's you know a weather event right. and once I almost got run over by some deer that were just sort of blasting through the woods oh really and I don't know what what that was about but You're otherwise no running I feel' from the beaver. Maybe. And you'd find, I mean, there was a lot of, you know, predation happening in the woods. You know, wolves and coyotes and then yeah. things that they ate. So every time I went, I would fi- I would come across some sort of, you know, carcass of something that had been
0: hunted devoured. and devoured.
1: So yeah. that's a, that can be a little alarming. But mostly it's cool. So, yeah, I felt safe.
0: Yeah. So did you, when you found, like, dead things, mm-hmm. did you have the normal sort of, like, uh, stand-by-me fascination with Oh, yeah. Them, or were you just like, this is disgusting? I no, no,
1: no. It. I loved it. I loved it.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Once I
1: found um, a complete uh, possum skeleton buried uh, somewhere, wow. and I very, very carefully took it and reconstructed it, and that was a science fair project.
0: Okay. So, so far, and this this makes sense, because I know you as a sciency person with your, <laughs> your background with National Geographic, mm-hmm. and, you know, when we worked together on the Google thing that shall not be named, you were very good at about keeping our workflow organized and things like that, so... It's interesting to me that you have this background with the woods, which sort of artistically are usually a metaphor for mystery and the unknown and sort of deep forgotten things in connection to the past. But you seem to have like a very like uh, scientific relationship with the woods.
1: I guess so. Yeah. But that's how you that's how you investigate the deep mysteries that are there. So (laughs) I I think there's some of that, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Awesome. So what when you were growing up uh, and I know you're an artistic person, too, when you were growing up and you would see things on TV or movies that suggest the woods is this mysterious thing where maybe dangerous happens things happen, mm-hmm. you know, like Twin Peaks or Into <laughs> the Woods or any, almost anything that has the woods in them yeah. as an element of what's in there. Is it safe in there? Did that make sense to you or were you like, it's crazy. Hatchet Rock's not scary. Exactly.
1: No, Hatchet Rock's not scary. <laughs> I mean, maybe to other people, but I know, I know I'm safe. Yeah, you're, that's true. That it d- didn't make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. So do you think that's unfair to the woods that culturally we have this association Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, that's totally unfair. Don't don't (laughs) profile the woods. Don't. Yeah, no, the woods are lovely.
0: Okay, cool, cool. So uh, I know that part of your obsession right now is not just constantly thinking about (laughs) your home and your times (laughs) on Hatchet Rock, but how it has affected your perception of the world as an adult. Yeah. So you you had a a kind of seclusion. Yes. That sounds like. You still had plenty of access to to social interaction. I
1: wouldn't say plenty, but yes. You had access to, you know. I had seen other human beings. 45 minutes on a bus with other children. Yes.
0: Uh, And you had friends that would come over for sleepovers, Mm -hmm. long sleepovers. (laughs) (laughs) Would you go with your friends out in the woods? Would you guys all go play in the woods?
1: Yeah, sometimes. But mostly it was just me. Like, if I was going to go have a woodsy experience, it was usually, like, by myself. Like, you know, get a backpack, get some, you know, bring some snacks, bring a book, Okay. Go in the woods, climb a tree, read the book. Cool.
0: And did you, why didn't you want to go, was it that your friends didn't want to go hang out in the woods? Probably. Or? Okay. <laughs> but would you want to have been able to hang out with your friends in the woods? In the, I
1: don't think so, actually, now that you mentioned it. No, it was sort of a personal, like, it was my kingdom, you know? Okay, it was, yeah. it was It was mine.
0: So you didn't want to share your friends, no, Hatchet a rock? And, no. oh what, what were other tree names? Plus, it's embarrassing
1: to have a place in the woods that's... Oh, Rock that you go and <laughs> be in every day. No, it's not. It's pretty um, awesome. Yeah, okay.
0: I don't think it's embarrassing. Okay. Um. So, what were other tree names? Speaking of embarrassing.
1: Oh my god, I honestly don't remember. But, I know there was one that looked its roots looked like a foot. Okay. I remember it very, very vividly. So, did you just call so it might have just been like the, Foot. Something probably. I don't know. Okay. I think I was an imaginative kid, but not, not quite that, that naming. Yeah, so, but there was the foot tree. Okay. Yeah.
0: You didn't, like, write stories about the trees, did you?
1: Not about the trees.
0: Well, what did you write stories about?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I would... There was sort of a natural stage above Hatchet Rock Mm. where the creek had cut through. And so I think I would just, you know, improvise little one-girl plays. Interesting. Yeah, definitely.
0: Would you... What kind of plays would they be? Would you be working through thoughts and feelings about school and about your community?
1: Yeah. I think so. I think I had imaginary friends... Okay. That were Yeah, I did. I definitely did. Jody <laughs> who was a, just a bitch. She was awful. And uh Chris okay. who was who was he had no point. He was just sort of around.
0: Oh, he was just sort of a, he was lame. a man prop. Yeah. I okay. don't know why. Did you have a a romance with Chris no. the man prop? Nope. It was he was so what <laughs> <laughs> so your imaginary friend was just an extra. Yep. Jody the yep. bitch. Jody the bitch extra, and yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh okay. So now you had these experiences growing up where you had a kind of uh solitary experience that urban people don't have. Yes. Certainly. Um or if they do it's sort of carved out in a very different way. Yeah. Uh you had scientific exploration yeah. in a place that is normally associated with being sort of mysterious and maybe a little scary. Uh, so now, how is that affecting you as an adult right now?
1: Um, I I don't know. I think one of the f- times we were talking about this a while ago, I described myself as feral. <laughs> so sometimes I feel that way. Sometimes I just so you feel there's like stuff that I missed, like you didn't get enough
0: socialization. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask about that. Uh, how how much TV did you get? Like that sounds dumb and insulting, but like you no, had no, no. Nor- normal access to everything growing up. That other people did, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And we traveled, actually. We did travel um, a fair amount. Yeah. So there was that, too. I think we got a TV when I was in, like, second or third grade. And then, you know, I was allowed, like, an hour of some unit of time. Okay. Which was usually Star Trek The Next Generation or Bonanza.
0: Oh, wow. So the two shows that you would watch would be about exploring the greatest distances of of spaces. Mm -hmm. I mean, certainly Star Trek, but Mm -hmm. Bonanza Mm -hmm. is big, open, Mm -hmm. ranchy fields and whatnot. Um. Okay. So that's an hour a day is not not that much compared to I think what a lot of us grew up with. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. That's that's. that's, I took about an hour off a day.
1: That's an that's an American kid thing.
0: But did you watch? Uh, like, did you watch MTV? Did you watch? No, we didn't have cable. Okay, so you didn't have cable. Okay. Uh, Were you still living there when the internet became a big thing, or had you already gone off to?
1: I was there, sort of for the very beginning of that. Okay. But we didn't we couldn't have that okay there <laughs> we was no it, it was wasn't, no way to it wasn't well enough. i guess we had we had dial up for a while okay but
0: but AOL, just, it, aol discs weren't just growing on trees no
1: entries. no they, they that was not a thing
0: okay so maybe a little bit of cultural isolation then because you didn't get the full media dump that other people yeah. your age maybe yeah. got and weren't maybe as quick to join the throes of the internet um, Yeah. So why do you why do you feel feral now? <laughs> because you didn't spend as much time with other kids? Because you developed a relationship with your tree friends? And my tree the friends.
1: Bitch? I miss my tree friends, I guess. I miss nature.
0: Uh, I mean, well, there's that, totally that a lot. Yeah. A
1: that's tough to live in. I mean, I love living in cities, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every squirrel I see, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, every so spider, sad. I love. I just, I see a spider and I'm just like, oh, thank goodness for spiders. Wow. Nature
0: that's a really anything that is a unique
1: any living creature i'm just like okay all
0: right i'm
1: i'm in this world
0: (laughs) nice um so do you feel like it impacts how you interact with other people so you get excited when you see spiders which is very unique (laughs) but do you feel like it impacts how you interact with other people
1: it does i mean i feel sort of different i think mm-hmm. i mean i don't think i really made a case for that n- now with my star trek and my having conversations with other people but uh people don't quite relate i think to like a, a kid that grew up in such an isolated okay. place and How... so sometimes the the sort of there's a there's a i don't know lack of understanding there i guess
0: okay so uh is it a lack of understanding that you you feel there's a lack of understanding, or is it that you say something and people literally don't like comprehend where you lived?
1: People don't comprehend where I lived.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I... it's hard
1: to explain. Even now, like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm conveying at all what it was.
0: I think I think you are. Uh, between that and the uh wikipedia sites you said sure yeah but yeah but i when because you told me about this when we were chatting a little while ago and you said that you lived in a very small rural area in the woods and i pictured something a little bit more woodsy and not the full uh complicated but there's also hills and there's this Ozark culture that is different yeah uh so it seems like it's a kind of a complicated stew
1: Yeah, and if you're talking to people and you say you're from, like, a small town, they'd say, oh, I grew up in a small town, I grew up in Fresno, and you say, no, smaller than that, (laughs) you know, and so when you say, like, there were 60 people in the county, then, right, I don't know, not a lot of people have experienced that, I guess. Okay. I think I'm just trying to make myself sound special and, and, uh... Right don't we all do we, well, we, we, we all need a all need a well we
0: all we all are special right we're all <laughs> we're all sums.
1: special we all have to figure out a way that we're unique,
0: yeah, so
1: so ha- I've contrived this. Well, I am a forest child, therefore no one can understand me <laughs> yeah.
0: okay, so well, what give me an example of a time where you felt misunderstood?
1: I don't know, I don't know, I mean, I have a sort of a pretty sort of casual way of speaking about like death and euthanasia and that kind of thing because I saw a lot of just animals come and go and they were you know beef cattle so they would right so everywhere around you is my dad just would euthanize the hell out of every animal that got even remotely (laughs) unwell on the ranch so I think I'm pretty blase about like death and like this cycle of life kind of thing I'm not so maybe I'm not compassionate enough
0: (laughs) So have you, so this is all pretty internal then. It sounding to me like you haven't had, you're not having like external moments where you're talking with somebody else and like, oh, there was a fire and you're like, yeah, people died, whatever. Because I mean. Well, no, that yet,
1: no, that does happen sometimes. Okay.
0: <laughs> and then people are like, are you monster? Yeah, yeah. Or do yeah. they actually call you out? Or do you feel like they're calling you out?
1: It's probably in my head. It's, yeah, you no. Know. I uh, used to talk to. I only could talk to myself, Joseph. I was in the woods alone. i understand. I can like only. Bitch. Jody Not the even bitch. A good she was an, She couldn't. She. Yeah.
0: Chris the bore. Worthless. Yeah. So, is there something going on in your life right now that is making you be obsessed with this in the moment? Is are you going through like a period of just sort of self analysis where you're trying to think through like, who am I? Why am I feeling yes. the way I'm feeling? Yes.
1: And I've been writing about it a lot. That's that's okay. part of it. Um, I've been working on a pilot that's sort of. A murder mystery kind of oh nice w- locked room mystery that takes place in a town like the town that was forty five minutes away from my town. Okay, and it's based on a true story.
0: Of uh, animal death or of human death?
1: Serial murder.
0: Oh, okay. So there's a serial murder near you yes. in the woods uh-huh. where you lived that yeah. wasn't really the woods were okay.
1: actually very scary while that was going on. Oh, I bet. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I've been writing about that. So, so yeah, it has been on my mind, I guess.
0: Okay. Do you feel like he, since you started writing about it, starting thinking about how it, how it shaped your perspective and you know made you maybe feel unique or maybe made it feel like you were having a harder time connecting to people mm-hmm. and they weren't getting you have you been making an effort to say you you don't understand where I'm from?
1: You mean it's like in conversation, in conversation with yeah. people? Um I don't think I can be bothered
0: <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Who cares? Well, you, I mean, you brought it. I'm trying to remember the context, in which you brought it up to me. And I remember it. Uh, it was interesting to me that you grew up isolated. Well, yeah. we were talking about podcasts, I think. Yeah. So you were talking about how much you liked radio. Radio. You liked narrative yes. stories because yes. that is the kind like of media audio that you had. in particular, yeah. Yeah. So and you PR obviously got was the radio. A okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. It really was.
0: Man. Yeah, see that to me that is an interesting psychology. Of, yeah. I grew up surrounded by death and NPR. <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I can't even think of a third thing. Like if I had to summarize it, death and NPR. Death MPR and NPR. Uh, well, it and, sounds um... like it, the
0: pilot sounds awesome. I can't wait to read it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I will send it to you when I finish it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh,
0: so, I want to ask you some questions about uh, how 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 things might be different um based on your experiences would you would you want there to be more nature in los angeles do you think it would be a better city if we tore down like half the strip malls and put up little mini forests like block long forests
1: yes if they if they could be even slightly just natural yeah like whatever was here i mean it was desert and stuff What whatever whatever <laughs> was here before yeah. we took over that yeah. would be good.
0: Do you go to Griffith Park much? Because Griffith Park yeah, has yeah, a lot yeah. of like, nice yes. woodsy areas. and yes. It's all beautiful. Yes. And I was surprised when I moved here because the stereotype of Los Angeles is that there is no nature. Yeah. No, there's a ton. You there's don't have to drive very
1: far to get to the mountains. Yeah. The... I've been yeah, menaced it's... by many scary
0: animals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Coyotes looked at me like they wanted to eat me.
1: Yeah. And Runyon um, Canyon. There's just so many. It's full of terrifying <laughs> <laughs>
0: people and <laughs> creatures. Yeah. <laughs> terrifying people though is a different answer i know than coyotes well i was gonna Uh, yeah yeah. but sometimes people stare at you like coyotes yeah yeah because the coyote was trying actually the coyote was staring at me trying to decide if it was interested in me and that's That's scary from a judging. what an la coyote (laughs) i guess people do look at you that way like (laughs) are you worth my time except for the coyote it felt like are you worth my time to chase and maybe eat
1: well, what, what was the verdict? <laughs>
0: well, thankfully, no, because we just kept walking, and the yeah. coyote kept staring and thinking, maybe, maybe. Uh, but I walk along Griff- Griffith Park uh, a lot. No, it's it's gorgeous. The coyotes only witnessed yeah. me once. <laughs> uh, so, here, here's a weird question. These are oh, some okay. weird questions. Uh, if Bigfoots were real, would you want to encounter one?
1: Ugh, oh, my my debunking reflex just kicked in so hard that like, no, there's no such thing as Bigfoot. <laughs> Uh No, leave Bigfoot alone.
0: So if you saw Bigfoot, would you attempt to get a selfie with
1: Bigfoot? No, 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 no. <laughs> Le- leave it alone. Give, give him his space. Yeah. Poor Bigfoot.
0: Is that uh, out of respect that you learned growing up in the woods?
1: Yeah, let nature be. Okay. Just stop messing with it. Okay. That's part of why I stopped working at National Geographic, actually, because I worked on nature films where people go with the best of intentions, chase animals around in order to film them. And like, this dress as <laughs> a Find out about cool. their feelings. Yeah. So... There's a lawsuit there. Yeah. So
0: Okay. So you feel like, anim- so no matter how fascinating an animal is, you want to give it its space. Yes. But I suppose you spent enough time in the woods on Hatchet Rock that you probably saw wildlife that was like used to you being there. Yes. And wasn't like, they knew you weren't a threat, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. So you, would it be fair to say you communed with nature? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds melodramatic. Yes. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Especially if you go in the woods and you just sit very, very still for half an hour, yeah. things will emerge that you wouldn't see otherwise. No, I'm serious. I like know. animals will peek their heads out of the trees and um I mean I'm talking about spiders again, but once I was sitting I was in Hatchet Rock, I remember and this I was just sitting still and looking, and this little teeny black and white spider crawled onto my hand and uh-huh. I just didn't move and it built a web between my fingers. I mean, I just sat there for many, many minutes. I forget how long. See, this is
0: fascinating to me because I know that's all scientifically accurate and it's all fine. It is the natural world we live in. But at the same time, it is so like creepy and loaded with like artistic meaning. Like you literally said, if you sit still in the woods things will emerge. <laughs> that is the tagline for a horror movie. And then like, oh, yeah, just one time, a spider made a web on my body. Like, for most people, like, some people are turning this podcast off and throwing their phone across the room out of terror right now. Oh, well, Because people are, spiders freak people out. Not all people. that's
1: sad. That's just <laughs> unnecessary and silly.
0: Yeah. Well, some spiders will bite you, right?
1: Some, um, not that many. They don't want to. They'll scurry away. calm down, everybody. Sharks don't want to eat you. Spiders don't want to bite you. Snakes don't want to crawl into your mouth while you're sleeping. Did that coyote want to eat me? No. Did that coyote want to ask me if I had an agent? No. (laughs) Well, probably. That. I don't know. Okay,
0: so coyotes are chicken shits.
1: Yeah, they don't. They... No.
0: Oh, did you debunk this? Was there an episode called Coyotes? (laughs) (laughs) Coyotes
1: are chicken shits? No.
0: Okay. Uh, If you could write... Is a writer person, a mm-hmm. new fable or fairy tale that happens in the woods, because so many of our fairy tales, especially like old Germanic yeah, ones, are that's based true. on the woods and, and going through your, your journey from innocence to maturity by traveling through the dark woods. What kind of fairy tale would you want to write about the woods?
1: Oh, what a fun question. Yeah, because usually in fairy tales there's like a witch in a cabin. There's something. something
0: dark in there you have to face.
1: So it would be something to do with, with exploration and learning from that. I mean, people lived <laughs> in those same woods, you know, in like the 20s and 30s and we would find their, like, there's some old houses on the property and some cool. like dumps of there. So like if you just, if you dig around you'll find like old toys and old, I don't know, old toaster ones. I don't know. So I feel like it would have something to do with digging and looking and then finding artifacts yeah. and learning from them. I don't know. I don't. That's not very... Fairy taleish. Yeah. That sounds like a drag, actually.
0: Well, it it this sounds, sounds like very, a, it sounds like a combination that sounds of, exhausting. Of, of how you grew up. It's a very MPR perspective. Of like, it's an oh. MPR fairy tale. Oh. Like, the old. <laughs> That's the worst thing I can think <laughs> the of. The old archaeologist in the woods. Let's look at this. Oh my today. God.
1: I am so sorry. <laughs> no,
0: don't be sorry. It's who you are. It's great.
1: That's yeah. um, <laughs> who I am.
0: But Yeah, but it's, faci- I, it's fascinating to me, I think. I really like stories about the woods, and I love thinking about it because I think there is a part of it that culturally we have made it creepy, but I, but I think there's something also sort of, a there's something deep about it because literally old things can be in the woods untouched. Yeah. So as soon as you say something I'm like, there's things in the woods that are from the 1920s, all I can think about is a Lovecraft story. And, but really? I'm, oh, yeah, because- the unknown in the woods to me is, from my perspective, is like, my mind goes to the horror or the fantastic, um, but I think it's just because as humans, we have this weird relationship with what is old. Yeah. Like, any time that something is old, it could be creepy, <laughs> uh, but I think it's really just that we that there's something... What old
1: thing harmed you when you were a child and made you <laughs> scared of old things? I, no. I did tell you yeah. I watched a
0: lot of television. Yes, uh, yes,
1: yes. But... I guess I know what you mean. I don't know.
0: I think there's something about the woods, a feeling of collective memory of humans that, like, there's something deep and ancient in there. And ancient can be fascinating yeah. or ancient can be creepy because it, it's something we don't understand anymore. Yeah. And that we can't handle because we don't know the rules of it anymore. I think I know anymore. what you mean, yeah. yeah. And
1: that's that's sad. I mean, that means we've we've lost touch with it. It isn't creepy at all. It's how the world was, you yeah. know? But I see what you mean. Yeah, now it's become – it's – we've interfered with every square inch of of (laughs) the world at this point almost yeah and so it doesn't mean what it used to mean you know
0: yeah and I think it's one of those questions of is it an actual true internal human reaction to finding something old and you don't know its history you don't know its story does that is that naturally compelling and maybe a little frightening or is it has it been amplified by the number of like stories and horror movies in particular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's the reason it's yeah, a cabin in yeah, the woods yeah. and not, you know, an apartment in Venice. <laughs> a condo in a, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I think you're,
1: I think, I think you're right. Yeah. That, I think just because I grew up with literally there was a cabin in the woods that was full of creepy stuff. Like to me, that's just, it's exciting and cool. And I yeah, just, I just want to go explore it. That was like, but like in terms your 7-Eleven. Yes, yeah, Well, yeah. But everything was free. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Awesome. My next question, would you want Ewoks to be real? Oh, yeah. Now, would you interact with Ewoks? No. Because they're social creatures.
1: Leave them alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. I mean, I guess if they sent some sort of, like, envoy
0: to meet with us. Yes, yes, yes. To prod you with a stick. Yes. So Then sure. On okay. their
1: terms, sure.
0: If, when you were a kid, and you, you were letting spiders crawl o- all over you and build new homes
1: mm-hmm.
0: on your hands, and,
1: and not creepy. It's not creepy.
0: And an Ewok approached you. Mm-hmm. Would you just let the Ewok just climb all over you and
1: I mean if that if if that's what its natural inclination would be? I don't think it would. Probably what would it not. do? I don't think it uh, would do. It would yeah, it would if it came and sort of poked me with a stick, that'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I'd feel threatened by it.
0: And you wouldn't try to take a selfie with it. No, and I, I would, would just that... wait
1: for it to go away. <laughs> If it That's was... what
0: a lot of us as Star Wars fans did. <laughs> is just <laughs> wait for the Ewoks <laughs> to go away.
1: But they're so helpful in movies. They are. They are very helpful. And They sing that song at the end. Yeah. And they say Jo. What? They-, they say just. <laughs> they say a, like, lot of a things. little. The Ewoks have a Jo-J-Jo. lot of things. Do you, like, you, yup do you, do you speak Ewoks?
0: No, no. It's partially based on real language. So uh, I can't remember right now. Uh, they got. Yeah, so you say. You don't believe me. No, I believe you. Uh, it's on it's on one of my star wars dvds I'm okay sure. okay all right. um as a writer person imagine you got hired to write a brochure for the middle of the woods what are the selling points if you're trying to convince an urban person to move to that abandoned shack where you found old toasters what What is the brochure I would say, say?
1: stay away say the fuck away because you
0: want to, so you want it to be yours
1: no I want it to be no one's okay. I want it to be untouched I would say you will get eaten by wolves if you <laughs> <laughs> if you set foot in the woods keep out I'm serious So your
0: brochure would be don't don't go there, go there.
1: <laughs> and I would make up a horror story like okay. I, I would I would exploit whatever fear people have. Yeah. I would, I would be like, yeah, absolutely.
0: Spiders Come are crawling. Spider I mean, yeah, yeah, like
1: forget it. Yeah, yeah, just because people should just stay away.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Fuck you, everyone. <laughs> Fuck you. These are my words. This is a great brochure. Uh, i print these up and put them in Griffith Park. Coyotes are assholes. Fuck you, Spider town. Stay away. Uh, you're just going to find toasters and dead animals. Uh, okay, so I'm going to ask you the how obsessed are you questions. Do you feel ready for that? Sure. Excellent. Do you think about the woods every day?
1: Lately, yeah, because of what, because of what I'm writing. Because
0: yeah. of the, the work you're doing. And yeah. when you think about it, is it always a pleasant memory or is it a emotional processing?
1: Um, It's an emotional processing. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because what we... I mean, there's the whole sort of element of like my parents decided to raise me in the woods. I mean, they were suburban people from elsewhere. Okay. And they decided, my dad decided that he wanted to be a cowboy. And so he just found this place in Missouri. Okay, so and this so is there's partially a, so, a rejection
0: of the urban. Yeah. Okay.
1: And so part of my emotional, like, connection to the woods is, like, I was forced to grow up there, you know? Sometimes there's almost okay. a little bit of resentment there, you know?
0: Do you feel like you would have been, uh, you would have had a better experience being in urban kid
1: no i think i just would have been really different and i think i i mean i think to the to the extent that i'm imaginative it's because i grew up yeah isolated and, and away from people
0: yeah to me you're bucking every stereotype that i would come up with for a person who grew up in a ranch uh area huh. known known for its square dancing and oral tradition <laughs> and smokers <laughs> and ted nugent killing T- oh, turkeys God. all of those the stereotypes of a person that I would build up, whether it's fair or not, mm-hmm. are not somebody who would have a very scientific and open attitude. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess that is unusual sort of in general just because it's also a very sort of religious fundamentalist. Yeah. Anti-science. That's That sounds terrible, but I, that's actually what I mean. Um yeah Perspective. I guess I would so. Agree, in that yeah. sense, yeah, that is that is that is unusual. Even with a
0: hunter who isn't afraid of the woods, like a Ted Nugent type, and I'm not a fan of Ted Nugent yeah. in any of his works, his <laughs> guitar playing or his speaking, or
1: his hats, <laughs> or his hats, his hair. or his fashion, or, or, or his, his dumb face. Uh, I
0: I would expect people like him to have a that like there's power in the woods. There's raw power. You have to respect that power. And you're saying. Oh, no, it's just animals. They'll leave you alone if you leave them alone. That's fine. Like, you don't seem to have that sort of um, uh, fear-based respect of, like, the power of the world.
1: I do for nature in general. Yeah. Like, the ocean will just kick your ass and destroy you. And, I mean, it's terrifying. Like, there is a power there.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, you know. But...
0: It will throw you it off will, your board. It
1: will, right. Or, you know, volcanoes. I mean, you know, don't mess with nature. Yeah. But in terms of what I'm talking about, like, yeah. no, no, not That's
0: at all. That's Would you start a conversation with a random stranger about living deep in the woods?
1: <laughs> um, like, just, like, to fuck with them? Or just, well, why in, would in I do in that? In
0: any circumstance, like, if you were just standing, let's say you were, like, at a party and you just needed a topic bring up with somebody who is randomly standing next to you would you would you launch into talking about the woods
1: i like to think that i would but that's so strange that yeah. I, I well now i'm going to i'm gonna try <laughs> gonna i'll try. get back to you we'll see how it goes
0: <laughs> uh the intent of that question for me is some people who are obsessed are so bursting with this is the only thing on my mind oh i, I see. want to engage I with everyone yeah. around me about the thing
1: yeah well yeah in that sense yeah i mean and also just because of the circles we sort of run in it's a lot of writerly you know, imaginative people who are talking about what we're working on right. all the time. So in that sense, oh, yeah, cool. definitely. Yeah. Cool.
0: Would you get a tattoo inspired by the woods? Sure. What What would you get? Would it be one of the distinctive trees? Would it be, it would a be, be the foot, foot
1: tree? Uh, I am
0: a spider? A spider, Making a web. Yeah,
1: now that I know that that's so, like, creepy and horrifying, yeah, absolutely. The spider, oh, I would just, I would get a tattoo of a spider and a web on my hand where it really happened. Oh, nice. So that I could show so people. So be a little exactly, history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, this is, this is real, man. <laughs> it was, like, here. I'm, I'm,
0: okay, yeah, in between so, your first between two fingers. Heard, yeah. Nice. So, how would you exemplify that in a tattoo since you can't tattoo the space between oh, your fingers? would that's a would you get it, really good like, point. On your wrist and then the... Uh, the webs I guess you'd have to have hands.
1: like a surgical enhancement of like actual <laughs> implanting like strings in your veins. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I would get a I, surgical I, I, don't, I don't think I would.
0: Okay. Would you read or write slash fiction about the woods, about creatures? Let's say creatures in the woods. Sure. So sure. you would read about the whippoorwill and the armadillo hooking up.
1: Yeah. Sure. I mean, I tend to be against sort of anthropomorphizing, but that sounds super fun. Like what you just said. (laughs) Like, yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Write that.
0: Would you watch a movie about your area of the woods or your town made by Michael Bay?
1: Oh, God. That would be so sad. No. (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's so sad. I don't know why. That just makes me sad. I I understand. No, Stay away. (laughs)
0: You need that's to give he, Michael I Bay give one of your brochures for sure. Brochures. Yeah. Fuck you,
1: Michael Bay. Stay away.
0: <laughs> you would personalize your brochure for Michael. Bay. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, would you break up with someone you were dating who just didn't like nature and yes. like the woods? Yeah, they're, they're, that's that it. would. Yeah, no, All that right. doesn't make any
1: sense to me. It does not compute. <laughs> <laughs> you could leave them a spider. How could you not? This is. I'm letting you
0: know I want to break up by jumping <laughs> a spider on you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Fair enough. Well, what if they were into other nature? but they just had a hang up about the woods. What if it's like a surfer, oh. like, love the ocean. Oh, and, yeah, that's okay, then. But just like, no, deep woods, uh-uh. Hmm. It seems
1: yeah, to me
0: I like, guess
1: that's a deal breaker. Yeah, it
0: seems to me like you, you're. it's going through your mind is an obsession because you're processing how much of a part of you it is.
1: Yeah, well, and also how alienated other people apparently are about it, which isn't even something I really thought about. Yeah. But if people just think it's like an alien world full of dangers and spiders, like then they don't get it and no. Yeah.
0: Uh okay. Would you swear at a nun if she said something mean about your hometown woods area?
1: Yeah. Swear at a nun? Yeah.
0: If a nun got up in your face and yeah. said Edwards Township, is that what it's called? What was it's it's it? Just called? Edwards. Edwards. I, I don't know. If if Edwards Province <laughs> Edwards Province is a piece of shit, says this nun. <laughs> would you get mad at her and swear? Yes. Awesome.
1: Only I can talk shit about it. Yeah. That's That's one of those... Maybe that's how you are about Minnesota, too. Like, you defend it, if necessary. Yeah. But you get to say whatever you want about it.
0: Yeah. I definitely feel that way right now. only
1: we can say that. Yes. That kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And I feel the same way now that I have been in Los Angeles for a little while. Yeah. Like, if I go home to Minneapolis and everybody says nasty things about Los Angeles, that makes me mad, too. Right. 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 Exactly. you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't understand. Uh... Would you cosplay as the woods at San Diego Comic Con?
1: I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means.
0: Would you dress up I mean, I as d- Foot Tree and wander the halls no. of San Diego Comic Con? <laughs> what
1: the what good would that do to anyone?
0: <laughs> uh, it would be a conversation starter about where you're from. Actually not, people would just think you're Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but
1: I don't I, But I, you
0: so you're not a cosplay person. I'm not. So are you, you're you're not a person who wants to call attention to themselves in public?
1: Just because I don't want to wear a tree costume. with oh, no, I'm asking. I mean, I'm asking. Um, yeah, I guess not.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you want to engage with strangers when you go out and about? Are you the kind of person who hopes like, hey, if I sit in a park for a while, maybe a friendly stranger and I will have a nice talk?
1: Um, That particular scenario? No, not in L.A. But but in j- <laughs> yes, I, I mean, I'm sort of, I'm bantery. Yes, you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're very friendly. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll talk to whoever.
0: So wearing a tree uh, costume at... A big comic book mm-hmm, convention mm-hmm. would be uh, a way to engage. Okay. Maybe people would want to take pictures of Okay, you. then sure. Yeah. Sure. But in general, cosplay has never been a thing no, where, like, I've never I want to a... dress up as a no. stormtrooper. And...
1: I have, I, know. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> there are no right or wrong answers.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's because I never had Halloween.
0: Oh, okay. Right, because that would have been a long... I used to, to actually
1: one year I trick or treated at my own house
0: just over and over again. <laughs> okay, I can see a little bit of a feelings of isolation. Did you give yourself a lot of candy?
1: Uh, I think my mom
0: did. So how did you physically do that? Did you just walk away yeah. and then come back yeah. what what were you dressed up yeah. as?
1: I was a witch. I remember.
0: Did you walk into the woods as a witch and then reemerge?
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know how far I went, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just
0: yeah. And then did you keep the candy in the house or did you pile it up in the woods? In the house. Okay.
1: Any The animals would get it immediately. I'll There's see. no... Yeah. yeah. No, you can't leave anything.
0: Even like really crappy candy, like bit of honey? They'd well, bit that, of honey? that I never tried, okay. but
1: I bet, bet they would.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, <laughs> you only did that once? Did you just not want to know what trick-or-treating was? What it felt I like? I knew what
1: it was. I knew what it was. Actually, once um, we were visiting relatives in Washington, D.C. And I yeah. did it there, like actual... like door-to-door.
0: Door. Yeah. So that, was, that, okay. was, that was cool. So I, knew and, it, I did know what did it you was. you want to know what it was to experience oh. it, not Yeah, not I guess. I like,
1: what, what, is what? Uh, <laughs> what is
0: this? What is this trick-or-treat of what you speak? <laughs> did you make your parents pretend they didn't know you?
1: During the trick-or-treating? I don't think that would've, <laughs> yes. I think, just in general. <laughs> don't say no. my name. I don't think that would've occurred to me.
0: Okay. So you didn't full LARP it. So what did your parents say? They're just like, oh, hello, it's our daughter again. Have some Snickers, fun size.
1: Oh, you know what? My mom had a little song. Um. Oh God. Yeah. So I would go like yeah. I would walk away and then I would creep up to the door, and then knock, 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 knock. And then my mom would come to the door and she would go, "Sarah, witch, Sarah, witch, knocking at the door." Something, something, (laughs) something, 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 something. And then she would open the door and give me handy wow. and then I would leave that's and great. do it again
0: That's so, wow great.
1: you've just unearthed a deep very strange that's a disturbing story the spider <laughs> is fine but that's that's just weird
0: yeah yeah that is that's the beginning of an x-files episode yeah that's not um, how old were you
1: five five
0: okay and did you dress yourself or do your parents dress here
1: they As would have
0: okay yeah Okay.
1: They were crafty. They were always, they're artists. So So they were always making stuff. Witch costume. Oh, yeah. Where would I have gotten a witch costume?
0: (laughs) Maybe buried in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a real witch. That wouldn't be a costume. That
1: would be a real witch outfit.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Uh, So this is the last uh, How Obsessed Are You question. Mm -hmm. And it is a weird one. If you could not visit the woods, Without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still visit the woods?
1: If I could not.
0: If you had to pay a price of a crotch punching in order to visit the woods, would you still do Ever it? Ever
1: again? Yes. Yeah. If it was like, this is it for the rest of your life, sure. Yeah. But if it was like, this summer, no, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you would <laughs> procrastinate based on the crotch punching?
1: No, I would just, I would, I don't want it to have to do that.
0: Well, of course, nobody you know? does. That's so the point of the want question. To, so
1: I would, yeah, I would, I would put it off as okay, all right, sure. Procrastinating makes it sound like I feel like I should do it. And okay, it.
0: but okay, look, we'll put it in. We'll role play. We'll LARP it like you did okay. with your witch Halloween oh when you were five. Oh my god. Uh, let's say you are almost done with this pilot that you're writing mm-hmm. that is influenced mm-hmm. by where you grew up, mm-hmm. but you felt like to really finish it, you needed to go go back to Hatchet Rock yes. and commune there for a while. Yes. So you had a really specific reason to go there. Yes. But then a mystical force appeared and said, okay, but you or someone you love first needs to be punched in the crotch. Would you be like, I'll deal with that. Is that important to me? Or yeah. would you be like, nah, yeah. screw it. Yeah, oh,
1: definitely. Okay. You gotta do it. It's your it's art, ma'am. You gotta do whatever you have to do. Um, I would
0: I would do far worse. I'm glad I can reframe the question enough yes. so you answered it like, Oh, of course. What a dumb question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, there's nothing to be. Sorry I got about. lost. It's I got lost the first time
1: in yeah. the in the woods of that question.
0: I understand. It's a dark, scary, ancient <laughs> question. <laughs> there's a toaster hidden in there. All right. Can you make a noise to sum up your obsession with uh, growing up in the woods? Of Edward's place.
1: Well, okay, this is gonna seem like I'm trying to be clever, but it would just be silence. Oh, okay. That's what it is. When you go out there and like especially if it's just rained and so the animals are all are all sort of shutting up.
0: Okay. Like so the when like it rains an, the animals shut up. Yeah,
1: and so if you're just sitting there and there's there's the dripping is stopped and there's no animals and it's just quiet and maybe an owl flies by because they're silent. Okay. So that that it would just be that moment. But it would be
0: silence. Okay, on the count of three, I want you to perform silence. Okay, Okay, all right. Ready? One, two, three. An owl flies by. Excellent. So, an owl really makes no noise? Yeah. Not even when it pumps its wings? Nope. How is that scientifically possible?
1: I don't know. They're just
0: (laughs) silent. What do you you? (laughs) I'm interested in owls. Yeah. Excellent. That is a great noise. Uh, Thank you very much for doing (laughs) that. That
1: was easy. (laughs) Uh, So I'm working
0: on rating people's obsessions. I haven't come up with the the full system yet. Okay. Uh, But it seems like this is for you something much like the woods that is deep and old because it connects to your youth. Yes. And your, your fundamental understanding of the world. Yeah. And how you interact with it. Yes. Particularly right now. So this seems like a pretty deep obsession. It's not a surface level obsession at all. Yeah. It's not like you're like, I'm into this T V show. But yeah, then no. next week I'm gonna be <laughs> super into this new T V show. This is deep and old.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's who I am. Yes. So I don't even know if that is an obsession. Let's just
0: Yeah, well, But
1: but yeah, to the and yeah, to the extent that I'm thinking about it now especially. Yeah, like Okay. Yeah, it's that's pretty so, deep. It's in there. It's ancient.
0: So I'm going to give it five out of seven spec scripts. Because that's what you're working on okay so out of a total of seven spec scripts about the woods okay i'm going to give you five i think you are five i don't spec know scripts is that good obsessed.
1: or bad i mean i, I don't it's think you're trying number. to be judgmental but like what does that mean what does
0: it mean oh i i think it means what i was just blathering about of just like it's a deep obsession it's i don't think it's an unhealthy obsession Okay, which, thanks. i mean sometimes with this podcast i should just like rename it to like dangerous borderline (laughs) inexperienced therapy with Joseph Scrimshaw. Because every once in a while somebody is like obsessed. A lot of times people are obsessed to a point where they are very cognizant of this isn't great for me. Yeah.
1: Well, Um, an OCD is a real thing. And I have not talked to anybody who
0: has OCD. Um, But it's one of the reasons that I love obsessions because I'm a very obsessed person. And and I think they teeter on the border of being something that gives you great joy and inspiration. Or maybe... You get too into and they distract you from other things in life.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to get past.
0: But I I think the reason that my mind went to, because at at first I was going to rate it based on the number of trees. Like, how many trees obsessed are you? Uh, Because I'm playing around with my my rating system, how to quantify it. But then I thought spec scripts. Okay. Because they're productive. Yes. And it seems like right now, this is not only a deep fundamental part of who you are, but you are using it to do something productive in writing a spec script. yeah. Oh, that
1: sounds so good! Yeah, thanks. That's inspiring. No
0: problem. That's seven
1: out of seven uh, spec scripts. Inspiring (laughs) therapy. Yay! Uh,
0: So, uh, do you want to plug yourself? Do you want to tell people where they can find you Um, on the internet? Sure. What's the
1: What's the internet? Yeah, where Um, in the woods of the
0: internet can they find you?
1: Well, on the woods of Twitter. I'm at at Sarah Genius, which is ridiculous, but my middle name is Jean, Sarah Jean.
0: And Genius is spelled as Jean, right? Can you can you spell out your Twitter handle?
1: S A R A H J E A N I O U S. Nice. Um
0: And you're a very good Twitter, very funny. Oh, thank you. And
1: I have another weird plug. Oh, awesome. Um for Angelinos or people visiting Los Angeles, nobody knows this, but there is an aquarium at the Santa Monica Pier. No, it's
0: underneath, right? Yeah, it's, it's under. It's actually under where
1: the carousel is. Okay. And it is so cool. And I volunteer there once a week. So come on Thursdays, and I will do a live uh, snail feeding show for you. <laughs> That's and cool. Bring your friends Thursdays, live is like two to five.
0: Uh, is it just a frenzy? Is it just an orgy of snails?
1: No, it's one snail. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's I can describe thing. it. It's it's a, it's a little strange. Sure. It, Go it, for well, it. okay. So it's a. It's called a tube snail, and it's very, very small. It's like, it looks like a crumpled up cigarette, kind of. Okay. So we put it under a microscope and then have a big screen. And we feed it brine shrimp. So like sea monkeys, like little teeny shrimp. What? We we squeeze it into the water. And then the snail, because it can't move, like most snails, creates a net out of mucus and casts it out. (sighs) See, this is amazing. Nature is amazing. You hate it. Yep. It ca- I don't hate into it. the into I'm the water you're, you're creeped out by this I am anyway so it, it makes this mucus net and the shrimp get caught in it and then it slurps <laughs> it in and it's amazing I swear to God so Thursdays come and, and I will show you this, this is perfect because yeah, it
0: it's my bias I totally understand you are excited and want to share with people a <laughs> natural fascinating thing yes and yes. in my mind I am hearing Come under the pier, and (laughs) I'll show you a mucus net. And it's both. It's both. It is both. It's absolutely both. It's absolutely both. (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, you listeners, if you don't already follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Joseph Scrimshaw, uh, and you can find my website at josephscrimshaw.com. And if you enjoy Obsessed and hearing about the woods and mucus nets and whatnot, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes, and you can uh, also subscribe on Feral Audio. So Sarah, uh now gonna do our final questions. Mm-hmm. Uh and these are not related to your obsession, but they can be if you want. Okay. These are weird fun questions. Okay. Oh, uh, this actually does end up being related <laughs> to your obsession. If you could command an army of a specific kind of animal, what animal army would you want to command?
1: Um I, wow. That's such a I'm take this is a very serious question I understand. to me. This is like Um Horses.
0: Now, why would you want to uh, control horses?
1: Because they're already domesticated, so it would be easier.
0: And what would you have them do for you?
1: they're an army, so So they invade a lot of them. A lot of them? Oh, well, that's different. That's a herd.
0: A herd. (laughs) (laughs) How about a legion?
1: A legion of horses. Yeah, that sounds useful. Okay, so what would you have to do? You you could invade uh, San Diego with that, right? (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do
0: it. Would you, uh, would you like mount weapons on the horses, or would you just say horses Why do you want me to do these
1: strange things? I, I don't want you to. I don't. Okay. Yes. Sure. You're the one who
0: brought up the invasion. To be fair, you said just army. Said,
1: to me, that's. I thought. I don't know. I saw it. And... Yeah.
0: Okay. If you had a group of buddy horses mm-hmm. that you could command, these buddies to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what? What would you have them do?
1: Like aren't those, those circuses where like the horses can dance and like yeah I mean, that's terrible and unethical but if they're really if they're mine and they'll do what i say then yeah, yeah. so do some sort of yeah whatever that's called cirque de soleil okay. horse dancing
0: all right and like they, they,
1: trapeze uh sort of gymnastic
0: put on a little horsey piece. show yeah excellent horsey show. Excellent. excellent uh you can you can take a second this to are, think your, about this, It's girl.
1: your fault. If you get weird answers to your weird questions, like I that's, want weird that's answers. What, this I'm is always what you happiest guess. with weird answers. Okay, all right. This all is right. great.
0: Okay. <laughs> if you were an action figure, what kind of accessories would you come with?
1: Um well you I always carry I, a knife. I <laughs> mean <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Because you never know if you need to like whittle something or open Okay, so, so a knife, like All a right. sm- like a pocket knife. I mean, okay. for an action figure, it would be like a big, a bigger knife. Yeah, you have to see like a crocodile Dundee.
0: Okay, so you would, um, you would come with a big knife.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like a, and maybe like a cattle prod.
0: A knife. Those and are cattle? like those are useful too. Like more nice. as a defensive. A just defensive okay, because you wouldn't actually you wouldn't actually use it on an animal. You you'd use it on people, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So a knife and a cattle prod. Yeah. So you would be the safest. I would be the figure. safe.
1: I would be so set
0: excellent and the final question for everyone on the podcast is always what is happiness
1: oh yeah what is happiness i was thinking about that actually because um you know david bowie just passed away yes actually and i was i know and i've been thinking actually about how happy he made people Mm -hmm. so i was thinking happiness is something that you that other people feel because of something that you do
0: Okay so like happiness so, is a gift that yeah, you can share with the rest of the exactly. world. Exactly
1: cuz like David Bowie I mean he seems like he was a happy person but we don't know we weren't yeah, we weren't, he had some rough we weren't times. him but but we know drugs exactly. and but we know that he made us happy so mm-hmm. that's 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 real happiness. Cool. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a great answer There's no right or wrong answer I, Okay. And, uh, and and you doing the podcast is, Has given me the gift of happiness Aww. So great job <laughs> Thank you very much That is our podcast You've been listening to Obsessed Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest Shared some stories with the rest Rate five stars if you're impressed
1: Sarah Witch, Sarah Witch Knocking at the door Who's that little kid dressed like a witch outside in the woods? Oh my God, here she comes. She's got a weapon.